together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew chapter 15 from verse 29 to verse 37. Jesus goes up into the mountain to pray. And having prayed there, eventually they brought to him different kinds of people. Those who were lame, those who were maimed, those who were mute, those who were blind, those who were sick. And having brought them to Jesus, he then prayed for them and he made them well. They were okay. And afterwards, Jesus looks at them and he calls his disciples and he says to them, where can we get food for these people? My heart goes out to these people. And the disciple says to him, where can we get food for all these people? Then Jesus says to them, well, what do you have? Then they give him the few uh, uh, loaves of bread and some few pieces of fish. And Jesus multiplies and he gives them. Like us to analyze and unpack the story. The first point I want to talk about, Jesus goes up to the mountain. We know that from the biblical theology in the scriptures, most likely when Jesus goes up to the mountain, he goes to, to pray, he's go, he goes to be with God. So it is his moment of prayer. It is his moment to be united with God. And two things are most likely to happen when one is in prayer, when one is in the presence of God. The first one I've spoken about, it's called spiritual attacks. And I use the analogy or the example of someone who is fasting and deep in prayer. And they are attacked spiritually. They find themselves irritable that they get angry and they enter into arguments and quarrels unnecessarily. That's the first aspect of this. The second aspect of this is what happens in Jesus. It's not a spiritual attack. But Jesus was in prayer. He was in the presence of God. And challenges were brought to him. And the fruits of his prayer allows him and enables him to go out to minister to our brothers and sisters. <clears throat> this is something absolutely important for us. Is that the fruits of his prayer is manifested in the works of charity. That Jesus has not isolated his prayer life in a sense that this is Jesus at prayer and this is Jesus in his own public life. No, the two are intertwined. The fruits of his prayer is manifested in his ministry, is manifested in his private, personal public ministry in his life. And so the big question that I need to ask myself is that what are the fruits of my prayer? What are the fruits of my being with God? How is that manifested? How is that uh, stipulated? And how is that played out in my own personal life? Because dear brothers and sisters, there is a danger at times where we separate these and I say, this is me at church, that is me at work, that is me at home, that is me with my friends, that is me in my private space, that's me in my public space. 
It is one person, but in all these different uh, scenarios. But in Jesus, it seems as if all these things are intertwined. One gives life to the other. The other has a reason or finds nourishment from the other one as well. That's a huge thing to think about. My personal life, my marriage. Do I take those to God in prayer? Or are they aspects of my life where God is not allowed to enter into? Are they things in my life where I say, I can talk to God about anything and everything, but this I can't. Are there issues in my own personal life that I don't feel comfortable in sharing with God? And Jesus teaches us to be open. He teaches us to trust in the mercy of God. To trust that in God we draw strength. In God we find meaning of that which we want to do. Jesus gives an, a, a, an idea, an identity to what ministry is all about. Our ministry should be rooted in Christ, should be rooted in God, should be rooted in prayer. So that which I do, whatever that I do, either as a married man, as a married woman, as a father, as a mother, as a sibling, as a child, as a colleague, as a friend, as an acquaintance, whatever, whatever that I do, is it rooted in God? Is God the one who directs my life? Is God the one who gives meaning to my own life? So that I don't live double lives, so that I don't exhaust myself, because if I do it on my own, I'm going to be exhausted. I'm going to be frustrated. But if I'm doing it with God, go back to St. Paul, I can do all things through Christ who is my strength. The second thing that I also find absolutely amazing is that when they brought these people to Jesus, they were healed. That's a principle which is important. As babies, we were taught one principle as we were growing up. Somebody comes into your home, make sure that they have something to eat. Offer them something to eat. If you have nothing to offer them to eat, at least give them a glass of water. And that principle has always been with me throughout. But the same principle can apply into our own spiritual lives. How many people enter into our space? How many people come to our lives? They must always walk away and reached and better. They must never walk away feeling that they are not important. When people come to us heavily burdened, having met us, having spent that moment or two with us, when they walk away, we may not have been able to solve their problems, but at least have we given them hope? Have we given them an ear to listen? Have we given them a shoulder to lie on? Have we given them a heart to love? Do we have time for each other? How many people are struggling out there in the world? The other thing that I also find absolutely amazing, it's what Jesus says. He looks at the crowds 
and he feels for them. The scripture says he had compassion on them. Now, the word compassion in, in Greek, it, it deals with the gut feeling. It, it deals with what I feel right deep within myself. And so his heart is broken. His heart is moved. His whole gut feeling, he feels for us. He says he felt for the crowds. And he says, he calls his disciples and he says, where can we get food to help these people? There are two things I'm learning from here. The first one, Jesus has feelings. He sees something and he allows himself to be vulnerable. He allows himself to enter into our lives, into our situation to understand what is it that is going on in us. Sometimes we, we, we get this feeling, this idea that God does not care. Sometimes we think God is mechanical. We think that we press a button and God does this, or he presses the button, we do that. No, he's very much involved in our lives. He's very much interested in your life. He, he knows what's going on. He's worried about you, and he wants us to do something about it. And so Jesus, having felt this, he says, I'm not just going to remain at the level of emotion, at the level of feeling sorry for the crowds, but I need this to push me, to lead me into action. And that's important. Emotions are crucial, but they should lead us into, into action, into positive action, into doing something about it. What is it that I'm doing about it? I know there's something wrong. I, I'm angry about it. What am I doing about it? I know there's something wrong. I'm worried about it. What am I doing about it? So this is faith in action. Faith is not just emotional thing. It is a judgment that I make, critical judgment that leads me to critical strategic actions. Jesus calls them, the disciples, and he says, where can we get the food? Do you have people around you that you can call upon and discuss certain important principles? Do you have people who believe in your vision, in your dream? Do you have people who stand with you in times of great need? This is what the Lord is asking of us. Am I willing to move on? Am I willing to trust? Am I willing to, to, to put my everything for the well-being of other people? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.